thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. Let's remain standing, grab your Bibles, and go to the book of Luke this morning. Luke chapter number 1. It's a new year and we're in a new book of the Bible. We are a Bible-preaching, Bible-believing church. Amen? And so we're looking today, the very first chapter of the book of Luke. We're beginning a journey that will last for at least, Lord willing, two years. And uh, may go even further than that as we go through the book of Luke on Sunday mornings. We'll be taking some breaks, looking at some other places in God's Word. But primarily over the next two Sunday mornings, if you're wondering what's next, just look at the next verse in the book of Luke, unless the Holy Ghost directs us otherwise, we'll be in the book of Luke for the next year. And I'm trusting God to do great things. Luke chapter 1, and we're going to remain standing today. We don't always do that, but we're doing that today just to commit and to mark the beginning of this new day in the book of Luke. And just to honor the reading of God's Word, we can honor God's Word even as we're seated, but this just gives us a special opportunity to thank God for His Word. Luke chapter number 1 and verse number 1 in your Bibles today. The Word of God says this, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the Word. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things, from the very first to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know, and I want you to notice the next two words there, and I want you to say them with me. I'm going to read again from the beginning of verse number 4, and then we'll say those two words together in a moment. That thou mightest know, say it with me, the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. You can be seated, and let's pray together now that the Lord would bless this service today. Heavenly Father, you've been good to us already. You've helped us and you've done a work in my heart. Lord, I thank you for the way you've confirmed to my heart once again today that you are alive, you are a prayer answering God, and you hear your children and you desire to do a work on behalf of your children. And so I pray today that as we're here that you would do the desire of my heart, Lord, that you would save souls. But God, I know even more than it's a desire in my heart and a desire in the heart of the people who are here today, it's the desire of your heart. You're not willing that any should perish. And so I pray today that souls would be saved, that when we leave here, we would have a greater appreciation for your word and a greater love for you. Your book has the answers. And I pray that we'll see those today as we begin in the book of Luke. I pray you'll help us hide me behind the cross. Forgive me of any sin that would hinder this service. Move in our midst. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm preaching today on this subject, the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus, as I said, today is the first in a long series of messages from the book of Luke. And the book of Luke, without a doubt, tells the greatest story that has ever been told. The story of Jesus Christ. 
This week I got a text message, and it was from a good brother. In fact, he's sung here at our church before. And uh, he sent me a message this week, and the message says something like this. Stop everything you're doing, because at 3 o'clock today, the president is going to be speaking. Now don't watch on this network, and don't watch on that network. Watch on this particular network. It might go out over the emergency broadcast system, but you better stop everything you're doing, and at 3 o'clock today, hear what the president has to say, because it's going to be important. I got that message about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I looked at the message, and I had seen messages like that. I had heard things like that over the last several weeks. But because of the person that it was coming from, I said, you know what? I'm going to be at home at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I haven't ate lunch yet. I'm going to make it a point to be at home at 3 o'clock. And so I went home and I ate lunch at 3 o'clock that afternoon and I kept refreshing and I kept refreshing because I wanted to hear what the president had to say. And do you know what happened at 3 o'clock on that particular day? Nothing. Nothing happened. Why? Because, well, truthfully, he got the story wrong. Now I have a lot of respect for this brother because he did something that I very rarely seen anyone do. Uh, three o'clock came and went and the next morning he had texted a good number of us that message. The next morning I got a message from him and uh, many of us got this same message and it said this, I apologize for what I sent yesterday. I was wrong. I just about had a heart attack. You know what that shows about that man? Character. This is not the message by any stretch of the imagination, but eat your crow while it's hot. Go ahead and admit when you're wrong. He said, listen, I was wrong in what I shared yesterday. I had received false information. I believed it, and it was a lie, and I am so sorry. I'll do my best to walk more circumspectly in the future. I appreciated him sending that. But you say, why did he send that? Why did he tell that? Because it was a great story. He was able to say, hey, not everybody knows about this. But somebody told me and a friend of a friend told them and so I want you to know what nobody else knows. It's a great story and you need to know what's going to happen today. Well, great stories are meant to be told. And what we have before us today is the greatest story that has ever been told. The missionaries would go into cultures and into villages in years gone by, and I'm sure it's still true today, and they would begin to tell the story of Jesus to those villagers. They'd begin to tell them how Jesus Christ, think about this, God in the flesh, that phrase right there ought to make us stop and ponder what was just said. God, God the creator of all things. God the one who never began and will never have an end. God who is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth became flesh. The God who made the earth came to the earth. But the God who came to the earth came as a man in human flesh. He came unto His own and His own received Him not. And the missionaries would tell this story how God came down and became a man. He was still God and yet He was fully man. They would tell this story in the villages. And then they would go on to tell how when He came to His own, He came to the people He created and they rejected Him. They would tell how He was perfect and how He never did anything wrong, how He fully pleased the Father. They would tell these stories and they would tell how he was taken by the determined council, determined to nail him to a cross. And they would tell how he was judged unrighteously, nailed to a cross, and how he died for the sins of the whole world. 
And then they'd tell that he rose again after three days. And then they would tell that he was alive and he showed himself by many infallible proofs. And people, over 500 witnesses, saw that Jesus was alive. And Jesus is alive today, sitting at the right hand of God on high. And he is alive and he'll forgive all your sins if you'll just believe that he came to the earth, he lived, he died, he was buried, and he rose again, and he did it all for you. And you know what those villagers would do when the story was finished? They'd start laughing. They'd start clapping. And they'd say, you did it. You succeeded. What do you mean? I did what? I succeeded in what? Well, in some of their villages and in some of their cultures, they have a competition. And the competition is this. Who can tell the biggest and the best lie? Now listen, I've known some people that I want to take over there because they would win hands down, all right? And we live in a day where lies are commonplace, but they would say, that's a great story. We really like your story, but we know it can't be true. But I'm here to tell you today that the story of Jesus Christ is the greatest story that has ever been told, and it's a true story. You see, if we put on the beginning of the story, once upon a time, there was a great king. And that great king had subjects, but the subjects rebelled against him. And so to put down the rebellion and to win the subjects back, he sent his son to try to reason with them. Well, that'd be a good story. But if we told the story that not only did he try to reason with them, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. He didn't just come to reason with them. He came to redeem them. The king's son came and died for the people that were rebelling against his father so that his father could love them and accept them into the family. That sure sounds a lot like a once upon a time and they all lived happily ever after story, doesn't it? But it's a true story. It's the story of Jesus Christ. It's the story of God who became flesh. Mark wrote his gospel. Matthew wrote his gospel. John wrote his gospel. But today we're looking in particular at Luke's gospel. Luke's account of how God became a man. How God was born in human flesh. And what we see in Luke number one is that the message is declared. Look at your Bibles. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration. You say, what's that all about? It's simply this. A great story has to be told. When I hear a good joke, you know what I want to do? I want to tell my wife about that joke. When I hear a good message, you know what I want to do? I want to wait a few weeks and hope you've forgotten about it and preach that message again. Why? Because great stories are made to be told. And here's what Luke said. The greatest story that has ever been told is the story of Jesus. And he says, since Jesus went back to heaven, you know what people have been doing? They have been declaring the things which are most surely believed among us. Maybe they were sitting by a campfire and someone would look over and say, you want to hear a story? Let me tell you a story. I said, I remember one day I was sitting there on a hillside listening to a great teacher teach. And as this teacher was teaching and as he was telling us about the Word of God and the work of God, as he was teaching, he went longer and longer and it got closer and closer and finally it was lunchtime. And the teacher realized all of these people, they don't have anything to eat. If they try to go home, if, if they try to take care of themselves, they're going to fall out by the way. They're hungry. Uh, they're starving. They've got to have something to eat. And I remember we were sitting there. There were 5,000 of us sitting there on the hillside. And that was just counting the men. And the great teacher said, I want you all to sit down and I'm going to feed you. 
And the great teacher, we were looking around. Surely he had a food truck somewhere. Surely food was coming our way. And, and we were looking and waiting for the food to come. And no food truck showed up. No pizza boy showed up. Instead, there was a little boy who just had a little lunch. He just had some fish. And he had some bread. And I mean, it was a simple lunch. But I saw that great teacher and I saw him break the bread and I saw him multiply the fish and there was enough for every one of us to eat to the full. We all had plenty. I remember what I saw that day. And the others sitting around the campfire would say, what was the name of the one who did that? And he'd say, oh, Jesus of Nazareth. Maybe there was a family sitting around the table and, and the mother would look at her son and say, Son, I, I want to tell you what I saw one day. I want to tell you what I saw a man do. I saw a man who came into town and when this man came into town, I was there at the well side. And as I was there by the well, I was sitting on Jacob's well. It was in the middle of the day because nobody else wanted to have anything to do with me. And son, as I was there sitting on the well, a man came and said, give me a drink. And, and son, I'm embarrassed to say this. It's, it's embarrassing to say this to you, but uh, back in those days, I wasn't the same woman that you know me as today. And, and I thought he was trying to flirt with me. He said, would you give me something to drink? And and I said to him, I said, sir, sir, you, you want a drink from me? And I thought he was trying to be like all the other men had been in my life. But I quickly realized there was something different about this man. And I said, sir, you don't have anything to draw with. How are you going to give me something to drink that I'll never thirst again? And it was just then that he told me all things, son, what I had ever done. He told me all the wrong things. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.